This episode of Where Did It All Go Right is sponsored by Pearson. Pearson is the world's learning company, supporting talent and helping everyone to make progress in their lives through learning. Working with teachers and education experts, Pearson provides a wide range of qualification routes, so you can pick the course which suits you best to develop your creativity and stand out in the crowd. Visit them online at go.pearson.com forward slash where did it all go right. Hello, welcome to a brand new season of Where Did It All Go Right? I'm Ali Jones. We're back with some great guests who are going to tell us about the pivotal moments in their creative careers. Hopefully, they will inspire and entertain you. So, where shall we start for season two? Well, we're going to start with comedy, like we did for season one. And we're going to start with Flo and Joan. They're actually sisters, Nicola and Rosie, and are a brilliant musical comedy duo. You might have seen them live at the Apollo or on tour, which is where I met them. We met backstage after they just bought their pre-gig fish and chip supper. Well, Rosie and Nicola, it's lovely to meet you both. And uh, you've just done the sound check before your gig in Tame. How did it go? Uh, the best soundtrack we've ever had. <laughs> the best one so far. Can confirm, you will hear it. So, uh, <laughs> everything in, made a noise. In the cutest theatre I think I've ever seen. It's, it's very sweet. sweet. Yeah, you must have done quite a few venues. Do you have some favourites? We did. Last year we were very lucky. We got to do, um, we did the Leicester Curve and we got moved oh, into yeah. the main. We sold out, we were in a studio and we sold it out. So they put us in, I think we went from like 100 seats to 600 seats. Because um, they were like, well, we've got some spare room. And we did, playing that was really really cool yeah, yeah that was that a was special amazing. one yeah I think we were so nervous that we weren't going to sell tickets for it it was yeah. I think we were on the phone to our agent and he was like "There's you either you either go into the room take the risk and, may, and maybe sell more tickets or you just stay in the room that you've got it's sold out people wait for the next time and uh, we just decided to be a little bit thirsty and go for the bigger <laughs> room so we were we were nervous all the way up until the point like even on the day we were like oh, maybe keep people checking. buy more tickets yeah literally but, just refresh, refresh yeah refresh. fortunately it turned out it worked to our advantage but yeah. um yeah that was a really cool yeah. room and and the Royal Albert Hall maybe the Palladium next you know yeah, build it yeah, up yeah, we'll see. maybe yeah <laughs> so instruments on this tour I, I walked past the keyboard obviously yes. I, I hope we've got a recorder there, there might be recorders. a couple of recorders there might be there's a tin whistle and a baron. We've gone a bit Irish. Oh. We've got keyboard number two. It's keyboard and number two. Which, keyboard number two. Which I play with um, so much skill. Gusto. So oh, much <laughs> skill. So much passion and enthusiasm. We try really hard. In fact, most of our sound checks go, Nicola, can you help me? I can't remember the five notes that I have to play on this keyboard. <laughs> or I let you try and figure it out for about 10 minutes and then I'm like, okay, I'll go and I'll yeah. tell Is she a good is. teacher, Rosie? Absolutely not. No. Obviously, I'd rather pay for a real one. <laughs> My mum for ages was like, maybe you should try and do teaching. Maybe you should go into teaching. I have no patience with anyone I'd be awful, I'd be horrible no patience you talk about um, your mum I mean what do your family think about about what you do I think they're happy that we are working that's yeah. a good sign that we we didn't live in the UK for a while so I think they're happy to have us back in the UK mm-hmm. yeah yeah our mum said she still watches us on stage and still can't wrap her head around it like she's she's enjoying it she's enjoying yeah. it I, I believe yeah um, I think she she came to what we did live at the Apollo and uh, set we filmed it in September and I think we asked her if she wanted to come because we knew that it was the big job for us 
And I think because she's never watched it, so she recognised it, but like didn't didn't understand that it was quite a big deal for us. And then, whereas, but she was like, oh yeah, I'll shuffle some things around and maybe I'll come. Um, and then when she did come and she saw us play like a whatever it is, like three thousand seater, I think then that is those kind of moments where yeah. we're, when we're playing sort of fringe or in a little tent or whatever not little tents but like when we're in little underground places I think she still thinks it's a hobby and then <laughs> when she saw us play the Hammersmith Apollo it was like okay. oh okay. Yeah. 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 that's Maybe. not too bad yeah <laughs> and, and and Flo and Joe named after your granny and her sister yes are they still with us one of them is okay Jonas. one of them is on the other side yeah. okay. Auntie is still here. so Auntie what does Auntie Joan think of this whole thing <laughs> we, we we have had to check back in with her every every big chunk of time we're just auntie joan are you sure you're okay with this yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. we'll send her if we gig around we'll send her postcards just to be like hello we're doing the shows with your name is that still yeah <laughs> so they, they've it's always been show. very she's been very supportive and yeah yeah she's good fun oh that's yeah. lovely isn't it <laughs> and um the title of this tour then so this is all based on the bit of the bros not base but there's a bit of bros going on here isn't that yes bit, yeah. um so you watch the documentary like we all did with our mm. mouths open <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny because i interviewed the boss of bbc4 in the last series yeah. and he was like i saw a bit of that and went they were screaming at each other and i thought we've got to get that on the telly <laughs> and and for you guys obviously you don't scream at each other but i've got twin girls i'm a sister and i know that that screaming does happen it's good isn't it because you can do it and then you can just revert back to normality about 20 seconds later do you find that yes i think so it's never we've never had anything that's been sustained over a length of time <laughs> yeah it's not never been like a standoff for three days no that's never happened no there are t- the where we can butt heads is when we're in pressured situations or if you know you've got to write a song for something or your time is running out on something or you have to write this one last joke and you can't find the joke and then you just get aggravated with each other but we just take you you just take things out on whoever's the the nearest person to you you take things out on the people you love that's what my mum always says (laughs) we are battered and bruised (laughs) you always there's always if we ever sort of like if it gets a bit heated or we disagree on something you have to straight away remind yourself that you're doing comedy and you shouldn't you're doing something for fun like yeah it, as soon as you start arguing about something that's when it becomes not fun and your job is to be fun so yeah. that it's yeah. kind of a quick bring you back down yeah. to the good vibes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and give us a sense of so growing up in your household i was trying to work out it was early noughties sort of time sort of late mm, 90s early 90s was, uh, i've done my decades wrong haven't i i'm early no i was born in 89 okay but so the teenage years you sort of oh, i was yes. thinking about yeah, yeah, music that you were listening to were you what, what kind of thing yeah. was, it, was there a craig david house going on here <laughs> or is it a, <laughs> a different cool. musical taste what 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 was the music going on in your house spice girls it, I think that was um, like late nineties. Also, oh, when we were teenagers, what was the music? Yeah. You um, went emo a bit. I went quite emo. Yeah, <laughs> you were pretty angsty as well, though. A bit, but I was still listening to like musical theatre. Our shared music is musical theatre. We've yeah, always like pop. Okay, pop. 90s yeah, pop. cheesy pop. Oh, yeah. so you so you do love the same sort of stuff. We yeah, yeah we have like a Venn diagram. And the, the middle is quite large, but we have our, like, very... Yeah, bits um, on the outside. Very big bits on the outside. I've got into a lot of My Chemical Romance <laughs> and screamy stuff at the moment. Is that you don't. coming into the show at all? Do we get any of that? I or might it? For the next show, Maybe. I would like to pitch that. A, sc- a screamo. <laughs> the five-minute five scream song. Emo screamo. Emo screamo. That's exactly what they call it. Well, if, it's, if the subject was right, because we often will either approach from topics of like we want to sing about this uh so if we find a topic we want to do then we think what is the best music that will make this the funniest song so if we came up with a 
a subject that we wanted to do and the best music for it was emo or like I don't think that's a genre of music but emo. like metal or yeah. whatever however you define you've got to work on the moments. pitch Rosie you see. Um, yeah. no I'll just surprise her during a show and, and just absolutely play the song yeah. <laughs> we also had um, our mum is a huge music fan and she for the, our whole life she's always had music playing she loves disco we've both got a very shared yeah. passion for disco mm. a lot of meatloaf a lot of meatloaf yeah yeah i think we listen to a lot of um our mums a lot of music that's wasn't made for us no well there's nothing um, wrong with eclectic definitely (laughs) and and you're talking about like you might just play something in the show so the show you've got it it's all sort of set out Mm. but is there room for maneuver depending on (laughs) when things go wrong yes (laughs) when you forget things maybe definitely some (laughs) suddenly become shorter and we're like that's the end of the song it's just that we've forgotten (laughs) most of it no one would ever know no one would know but you must have been because you did the Amazon show recently Mm. yeah that must have been quite a sort of (laughs) it was sleepless nights or did did you not does that not affect you it wasn't too sleepless because we were able to we filmed a uh, it was our show Alive on Stage which we'd done we had been writing it since 2000, the end of 2017 is that right? I have no, no idea no the end of the 2000 yeah the end of 2017 was when we had started writing it then we ran it we did it in Edinburgh for the whole month so every day for 26 days or whatever and then we've been we've been touring it from the September until the May so you were dreaming it really? yeah we knew Honestly, it yeah. well the the struggle is having to we took we took the last show that we wrote and then put in a few older things that we really liked mm-hmm. things that sort of have stood the test of time Lady so in the Woods yes yeah. yeah she's one <laughs> of our favourites we, we can't do a fair special and not have Lady in the Woods of course you can't um, so that that was a bit of a struggle trying to find because when you put shows together and you've been working for them, working them for a long time you manage to like get the energy right so it feels full circle mm-hmm. and then we had to find ways to insert old songs which disrupted the flow of yeah. so trying to like make that feel good we ended up yeah. Lady in the Woods used to be a song towards the end of the, the big show piece that we'd pull out and we ended up putting it number four I think it was early she was early yeah to get her in soon and yeah. also with streaming things I when you're watching something for the first time, you need to have your attention grabbed right. in like the first 15, mm. 20 minutes. Clever move. Yeah. So we had to, you had to oh, change it. Yeah. I didn't want people to lose her. Yeah, yeah, because people have no brains, and yeah. myself included, and, yeah. and I'm Flick bored. and change. Yeah. I'm saying, first two minutes, do I like it? No, let's yeah. move on. Yeah. We also had stuff that we, like old songs that we wanted to put in it. So we filmed extra material to put in it. Um, and they then didn't sit, because we'd filmed them so long ago, or we'd written them so long ago, they then didn't fit in the show because they just felt like the different they felt like they've been written um, a long my brain is yeah. turning itself off yeah they didn't there were some songs like Lady in the Woods where you can just put her you can find a place and she'll sit quite nicely yeah. but we had sort of like our song Sausage Shop and Brunch Queen that they were just too Sausage Shop was just too weird it's the best song we've ever written and no one will ever understand <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure like Elton John feels like that sometimes yeah yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah we're very similar to Elton John very much so and then his sausage shop it was all our food based material yeah. huge shame so do you remember the first time that you wrote a song together did one of you say let's write a song or was it just something that as kids that it just started or it's something that's happened later we didn't start writing together until we were I was 24 I was 12 22 okay it it would have been in 20 so it was quite a new thing really you've been living with each other all your lives that's really interesting there was no sort of 
recorder playing and doing. No. There's no weird jamming. No, sister around the piano. Von Trapp jamming. No. There was none of that. Oh, I was no. thinking it'd be all Von Trappy. No, no, we very much avoided each other until our adult years. Yeah, not wow. avoided, but we never hung out, hung out no. with each other, or apart from breakfast. Separate. And well, I didn't even eat breakfast. I don't know what I was doing in the morning. Just, Waking yeah. up a minute before we had to leave <laughs> yeah. school. Yeah, we we moved to Tor- you moved to Toronto. Sorry, mm-hmm. and then I went and visited her, and then. I think neither of us had jobs or you had a tiny job that was zero hours mm. and I was just getting fat sitting eating <laughs> Canadian snacks in front of the TV I, we were doing we were doing a bit of comedy classes and things we'd like that to... and then yeah we'd always liked musical comedy we'd, we'd grown up with Victoria Wood and uh, Tim Minchin and things yeah. like that mm. I think we were just like we have to fill this time we mm. both like musical comedy so we gave it a go but and did you not do it at university because you both went to uni didn't you yeah, did you, you yeah. didn't join the musical theatre company in, in uni theater. I did it outside of uni yeah I did a um, it's a youth company called Youth Music Theatre YMT mm. who are so great they take sort of like professionals and then and then you go away for two weeks to a weird school in Leeds write <laughs> Macbeth the musical with the it's, it's it was so much fun um, I, I'm still really good friends with so many people who do it um, that I kept on doing musical theatre but that was like two weeks a year right but that's really interesting that you went to Canada and, and are those sort of courses in the UK doing the, the, the improv and stuff can you do that there are but I think at the time it's got bigger now but at the time so like so I did music at uni and didn't like it but found comedy through there and found out about this place called the second city which is like the birthplace of like steve corral and bill murray and tina fey and people like that um and they just had so many courses and classes and you didn't have to have any qualifications to start you could just do it um and everything that i want you could just try it and if you were rubbish you'd just do another class or try something different they were still like evening classes they weren't it wasn't a university or anything like that Mm. it was just three hours a night or whatever but there wasn't anywhere in London I think at the time that did that offered all of that stuff um and also I think I just preferred American comedy and my like comedy sort of here on the heroes and icons and stuff a lot of them had gone through this school um so my thinking was well if I want to be if I want to be able to write like these people then I have it makes sense to go to the place where these people have studied yeah, yeah. Um, and unfortunately that was in Chicago and Toronto <laughs> um but it was amazing it was amazing it was yeah, brilliant. And you got the bug then. Yeah. And, and then you got got it, you, you followed the bug. Yeah, yeah. I attached You copied her. Sisters do that. They yeah. do, especially I younger sisters. My... Absolute nightmare. Yeah, so sorry about that, but you're welcome also. <laughs> I was going to say, I couldn't do it separately, so here we are. <laughs> well, no, I was going to ask you that, actually. Would you, do you think either of you would be doing this if, it, if the other one wasn't? So having mm. that sort of sisterly comfort blanket in a funny way, would you have done it with another another group or another person or I mean we both started doing stuff like I I think I would have written I wouldn't have been a perform I tried sort of performy things within comedy um and I'm not a very good actor so that took like sketch out of the way um and improv I wasn't amazing at improv and so I but I was quite good at writing so that allowed me to do that um so I don't think I would have performed or you'd have carried on doing I would have carried writing. on doing it but yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, I we both be performing. When we were sort of start start for the first couple of years, we both were doing other things alongside it. So it wasn't like the main event. Yeah. It just happened that it turned into the main event. You'd have yeah. like we'd have probably found other people to do it with yeah. to, to annoy. Do, yeah. I, I have no idea. No. But I think watching you, getting that 
the clear diction and the sort of timing there's got to be something really helpful when you are related don't you think and and do you find practicing really helps because you kind of can tell how how each other going to be sounding and ending a phrase yeah I think so I think we sort of know it's going back to the kind of argument thing as well like we know how we just know how to work with each other because we know each other's personalities whereas I think if we worked with other people there would definitely be be things that you you would find annoying about other people that they would find annoying about you that you wouldn't be able to say anything because it would be quite frankly cruel to (laughs) to tell them that whereas I think with us there's no sort of we know each other quite well and we know why we're acting why if we're not <laughs> acting nicely or whatever you put your hand out of your mouth all the time I'm sorry. does that mean she's lying yes it could be like the Gallagher's that you do eventually fall out and then you'll go and do other stuff and then you'll come back to, actually no mm. they haven't come back together yet have they but you know has come back there must be some we've come back the, the Osmonds the, 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 the Nolans I think the yes. Osmonds have always come back together without Donny he like turns up every now and again <laughs> We'll fall out and we'll both come back and you'll see us on Loose Women. Yeah. Chatting about singing. Singing, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just be on the panel all the time, but only one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, so you finished your courses then and then pretty soon after you got that nationwide uh, gig doing the... How did that come about? Because that is like a massive break really early on. You must couldn't believe what's happening. It was was definitely... we. we, we did Edinburgh Fringe in 2016 and then we signed with our agent and then we said we're going back to Toronto see you in a year's time mm-hmm. then came back to we had to move back to the UK because our visa did, visas had run out mm-hmm. then we did another Edinburgh Fringe and then we were like what next so we, we moved to London and just got Joe jobs I think in, in a couple of months of doing those jobs our agent said oh this has come through would you like to do it mm. yes please anything that pays me money that doesn't involve yeah. me selling tea to people in <laughs> yeah. Kensington that would be lovely yeah. um, <laughs> nice, nice tea in Kensington it was, nice. it was I mean posh it was too posh for me to be fair <laughs> I was I was underground in a bunker so I was a little bit more desperate to get out <laughs> oh, okay. you went to the um, I went to the Church of War Rooms yeah which is great but in the winter you leave your house at, in the dark and you stay underground on it and then yeah. you go home in the dark uh, and, and the tea is quite so good either horrible tea yeah. I did bring a lot of tea I, for, the, for the time tea. I was there I really got into tea and I <laughs> was was very opinionated about tea and what how people should have their tea and mm-hmm. how jasmine green tea and jasmine is yeah. made and, and then we got nationwide and you then I was like that tea immediately <laughs> piss off tea let's go I'm gonna have hot chocolate yeah, yeah. <laughs> we a coffee drink I'd have fugitives thanks <laughs> um, so it's a really key though is getting the agent isn't it so yeah did, was that somebody who came to your shows you get sort of scouted, I guess. Yeah, we're quite like? lucky. So we, it was our first ever Edinburgh. So we've been into we've been doing Flo and Joan for a year, um, and we had an hour of material. And we'd both been, we'd been to the Edinburgh Festival when in like I don't know 2012, 2013, just purely to go and because we'd never seen it, and we love like theatre and comedy and all this kind of stuff. Um, and didn't know why we'd never been, and we're like, we should just go. So we went to watch it. So we knew that it was a thing, and then once we'd so back cut to Toronto we had hours worth of material knew that we would be moving back to London at some point so figured we should probably see if any of this material works in the UK because if it doesn't we either should just stay in Toronto or just stop doing this because it will be a waste of time Um, so we did our first Edinburgh and we didn't really it wasn't that we didn't know what we're doing but we didn't know anyone who had done it to ask for any advice such a big thing to do though isn't it like Edinburgh is like yeah everyone wants to do yeah. it so to get a, 
to get up there and then to do yeah. it. That must have been quite terrifying. I, I think you, I remember like, you saying that you want you really wanted to do, it and I was like, I don't think we need. I don't think we should. Like, <laughs> I don't really want. I, I, we didn't have uh, huge amounts of money, so I was like, it's going to have to cost loads for yeah. a plane ticket. We're gonna have to find a venue, like mm. all these things. I was like, oh, just not do it and stay mm. here stay and have a home nice... and drink tea. Exactly. <laughs> and I think you really wanted to do it. And then yeah. I was like, well, we've got an hour of material. Let's just go. And yeah. then we we could see family when we came back. That, yeah. We had been away for three years by this point, so we were like, yeah, let's see people again who we I know. Think it was also nice as well because we, I think, for a lot of comics, working up to your first Edinburgh is a big deal. So you go up and you do 15 minutes in your first year and then the next year you might do 20 minutes and then you do 30 and then you do 45 like people take when it, people have their debut year they've been in edinburgh a lot of them have been in edinburgh for like four or five years before that um so they know how it works and they've got that anticipation whereas we had no idea what to do which i think was better for us because Ignorance there was no bliss. Yeah, honestly yeah definitely. and i think like we just went up and we're like this is what we've got hopefully we have about five people like hopefully there are always more people in the audience than there are on stage um, and there always were, which was amazing. Um, and I think our agent was just like, just flicking through the program and saw our picture. <laughs> and our show was on at 10 p.m., which was really helpful for us because it was we were in a free venue. So a lot of people would just swing by at the end of the night thinking, if it's crap, then I can leave and that's fine. Like it wasn't, it was a lot of people's final show of the day. And I think it was the same for him. Um, and so he saw Last it. Last show of the day. Let's yeah. have a look. Amazing. Definitely. And there's no risk to that because you're like, well, I haven't spent any money on it. So you, you'll gamble on those kind of things. Whereas in the middle of the day, you're like, oh, this is, I could go and eat some dinner instead. Like there are other things mm. you can do. Whereas at the end of the night, you're like, well, I'm on my way home anyway. I'll just try. Um, so I think our picture, it was like our poster didn't look like it was made on like Microsoft Paint. Lots of people did say they came because of the, the poster. poster, and it's yeah. only just our heads looking out. But it's yeah. like it's a great. It's it's just a proper. It's just a proper photo. Of our friend who was photographer yeah. took it, so we don't look crazy. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. I said lots of people came because because of that. Yeah. Who are they? Yeah. And so afterwards, heads. he was just like our agent. I th- we spoke to him for a long time, and then was like, "Oh, I'm an agent." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> we spoke to him about musicals, actually, yeah. for a long time. We just thought he was just a guy from the Edinburgh Fringe yeah. having a fun trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we didn't go out with any... It sounds really stupid or naive or saccharine or whatever, but we didn't go out expecting any of it. It was just, let's see if our stuff works here. That was, And let's just try it and it'll be fun, and if not, we'll just go back or whatever. So... Nicola, are you the one who's a bit like, but let's do this and let the organiser? She, she was the one who wanted to go to Edinburgh, or is that not how Those it tables are very much turned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the initial effort, and now I'm like, you figure this out. <laughs> I've, I've laid I, the groundwork. I, I, I got the agent. Yeah. <laughs> I got the nationwide gig. Yeah. Over to you. <laughs> I would just write the things that get us there. <laughs> no, it's, it's very much shared, I think. Yeah. I think sometimes you say yeah you want to say yes to things more than I do and then other times it's the reverse yeah sometimes you write loads and I don't and sometimes I write loads and you don't I do all the tweeting and you do all the email replies I will I'm very much more of an I can yeah. do more admin I, you're the PA I thrive yeah. off admin <laughs> booking flights mm, yes please <laughs> but you're my on fingers. Skyscanner get yeah. the best deal absolutely Expedia oh um go- I just do google flights but I do it incognito so that they can't um oh, they can't the track trips. me oh yeah. do you change 
strange computer. I've heard it's, you should do this. You do con- like control shift in something, and then it puts you in incognito, so it can't track your cookies. Also gives you like a nice screenshot of the page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, whose idea was it to put the 2016 song online, which then got something on ridiculous like 47 million views? Did you just sort of think, hey, let's just do this? Is is there a way to get a viral hit? No. Are you supposed to post it at a certain time of the day? I was thinking about this the other day of how. I, I like naivety though. It seems to be working well for you. It's either naivety and idiocy. flying by the seat of our pants <laughs> yeah. um, on cheap flights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that there was just the general feeling in the air. 2016 was a crazy year and it just got crazy and crazier. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is, a, we were writing songs at the time. So this is definitely a song. And I think I, I came up with some rhyme about Nigel Farage and I sent it to mm. you. And then the next day. We'd both written like drafts of it. Or yeah. Like or I, I think I'd gone into work and you were like, oh, I've just written up some verses. And I remember I was sat on a toilet in my work, <laughs> which was a butcher's shop. And I read the lyrics. around. Sat on a big toilet, reading <laughs> lyrics. And I remember reading the lyrics. And I was like, "This is so good. This is so brilliant." And it was just fast. So we recorded it like a few days later. And because we knew it had a short shelf life, we were like, "Let's just put it up on." It had a short shelf life, and we had no gigs. I think we had like one show for mm. the rest of the year. So we were like, "We'll never get to play it." Yeah. So let's put it online. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that must have really led to so many people. Was that before the nationwide gig? Yeah, yeah, okay. So that, things like that probably really, really helped. I imagine it w- that yeah. for sure is definitely the point where it turned slightly. But we were also in Toronto at the time. It sort of like blew up online, and the next day we went to a comedy club in Toronto and performed to about eight people. I think it was. Yeah. Um, so, like, internet versus reality is <laughs> yeah. very different. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I was going to ask you if 47 million views blows your mind, but probably not when you then perform to eight people. You just think, I that, mean, they're, they're making those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're just... I think there were things that were like, I was like working a, as an usher in a concert hall, and I walked into work on the, I think we posted it on like the Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, and I walked into my job on the Sunday, and we were like where everyone sort of gets ready, and I could hear it being played on someone's phone. And walked in and someone looked up and was like, you know that's you know that, that song is Nicola. And someone who I worked with didn't even register that I that, that on that thing was me. And it was people who people who don't people who we knew were saying that it was being shared by people that they know don't know us. So like our friends were more I think them seeing it yeah. and seeing us being seen by other people, I think, was crazy. Yeah. We also just, t- we turned our phones off after a while and we're just like, this is damaging, let's just not look <laughs> at this anymore. Um, yeah. And also you have such a high because, um, you know, there's that sort of idea that, you know, I'm going to be really happy when I succeed in doing this and I succeed mm. in doing that. And you sort of have this high, don't you, of all oh, this, and then maybe nothing really happens for a while. It's getting sort of your head around that, isn't it? Yeah. It's really hard, I'm it's, sure. Yeah, it's definitely... Big ups and downs. Big spikes. Huge big spikes. We have massive spikes and then nothing. But not <laughs> Don't in like say a deep lows. <laughs> not deep lows. No, as in, <laughs> but like, we do get to do amazing things and then play to eight people or whatever. Yeah. Like it's, you just have to is... remember those feelings of the high. When you feel low, you just have to remember that yeah. they exist and when you have the highs, you know that there might be a low coming. So it's yeah. just... And also to think, you've just got to keep going, surely, because then you'll get more. Yeah. Yeah. Because from where you began, you must think, wow, what a long way we've come. It's weird that it's yeah. a career. Yeah. Well, I still don't understand why we're doing it, but we are. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really strange that that's happened. I think it, we're just, I guess it's happened fairly fast in terms mm. of like how the industry works. Mm. I think we've also just been quite, I don't, lucky isn't the right word because I think it negates like effort. And talent. And yeah, but like oh, I, we're English, we can't say that. We can't say that. <laughs> but like, I work it, hard. Um, but I think it 
we were fortunate in that things happened to us at the things that happened to us weren't typical and they came at very fortunate times for us so going to Edinburgh and getting an agent that you weren't expecting and then the 2016 song and though and nationwide happened when we were both we just moved home and didn't know anyone and weren't even gigging like we've been quite lucky that things have fallen how they've fallen mm. and so I think we're quite grounded in knowing that that's not the normal way of things happening and so you don't expect things we're quite I'd say well we're pessimists also but like I think we're level-headed enough realists and we're (laughs) level-headed enough to know that that's not how things that's not a sustainable way our careers are not going to be sustainable that way and so but but if somebody else came up to you and said could you do an advertising campaign would you do it again because I, I know, you know... <laughs> how much you're paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just kidding, just Because people can be negative about things online and that is something you have to think about. But on the other hand, like you say, it's good money, isn't yeah. it? We, want, we needed a paycheck to live in London. It was also a challenge for us because we had to write family-friendly and we'd never had to do that before. Um, if anything, the only thing we were known for at that time was the most opposite thing of family-friendly you can possibly imagine, which was the 2016 song. yeah. Uh, there's more uh, family fr- um, unfamily friendly things than that that we could have you done. Think? Oh, as, but as sure. in like that we were known for at that time. Yeah. So it it just felt like a task to be like write a challenge. Forty five second family yeah. songs. Okay, let's do it. And let's... they didn't edit anything. It was just like you write you write what you want to write. Yeah. And they didn't edit any of it. Like they. So in that that's really it's a creative dream job. Freedom, yeah. yeah. For someone to be like. Yeah. Write a song about home. They just gave us like four words or whatever. And we're like just write songs about this. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. And, and you've written for Horrible Histories as well mm. and um, Stand Up Central. Yes. Yeah. So would you write a musical or is that something that you'd love to do? We're yeah, it's a big one. It. But that's, I, for me, I don't know about you, but that's my big thing I really want to achieve mm-hmm. is writing a musical. Yes. Or Whether, musicals. The musicals. Andrew Lloyd Webbers of the future. <laughs> Watch out, Webb. We've <laughs> got cats. Can you do dogs? 100%. Or just cats. Yeah. We tried rats. to do a fake yeah, let's do rats. cats poem once and no one liked it. So maybe we shouldn't go down the animal route. <laughs> we have the thing that people say to us most is, are you going to write a musical? And it's We love musicals so much. It would be so much fun to write a comedy musical or just give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, we have lots of friends who want to be... In it, in, in it. Yeah. So we have some favors that we can pull. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Some yeah. favors to return as well. We also like, that. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the best musical that's been written? Do you think which is your favorite? If you had to choose one, that's hard, isn't it? That's the worst oh, question God. in the world. Sorry. Um, I always go back to Blood Brothers because I really like the play as well, and I love Willie Ru- Willie Russell. Mm. It's not my favorite musical, but it's a musical that means a lot to younger me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I always think about that when people ask that question. But I didn't know what we loved. Avenue Q for a very long Avenue time. Avenue Q was a huge one. The Boy in the Dress has just come out, which is getting raised. I would like well. to see that. So we just did a show in the theatre that it's being currently built, was being built into yeah. at the time. So we looked around all the setting, all the scenery behind mm-hmm. stage. We were asking the tech man, "What? Yeah. What? What's, what's that? The deal? What's the? Is this a house? How what's does that? this go? Where does this person? Is, is that a door? Is there? Is there, <laughs> is there yes, an extra door. song that needs to go? Yeah. In? yeah. Does anyone need? Is Robbie Williams bored? Can we write some more stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of vibe. <laughs> but what next for you apart from that dream musical? Would you? What's What's on the cards? Have you got? You got? So you're touring this mm-hmm. into next year. Yes. Back to Edinburgh. Back to. Uh, we haven't confirmed that yet. Okay. We're not sure. <laughs> 
Call a hold. Okay. Yes. You can't not go to Edinburgh, though, can you? Oh, we can. We can. <laughs> Our brains are begging us. Our back. sanity is desperate yeah. to not go back to okay. Edinburgh. Okay. <laughs> so if you didn't go to Edinburgh, mm. you could go abroad. You could go and rule the world. We're doing, we're, we're doing a little bit of travelling. We've mm-hmm. got New Zealand. We're doing New Zealand oh, in wow. January. Mm-hmm. Oh, good time some. to go. We're going to. We're going for. A, we're basically going for a long weekend in New Zealand. We're yeah. going to play three shows. I think we're going to be in New Zealand for six days, which is quite frankly ridiculous. <laughs> You'll go, please take me to Edinburgh. <laughs> Our carbon footprint is very happy for us to be going to to be doing yeah, that to do New Zealand for five days. Yeah, well, maybe try, write, just trying to write different bits of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you go around with a notebook? Well, notebook, phone. Do you, I, do you scribble stuff down? Notebooks, yeah, for sure. Phones have the most notes in them, but mm. notebooks, definitely. Yeah. Um, we do. A, we work a lot in the middle of the night, solitary. Yeah. And it's then we meet WhatsApp. each other in the day. Knackered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when your brain is about to, like, turn off, it's when mine is It's most useful. So if we could write in a state if someone could put us in a state of like nearly asleep but conscious enough to write I think we'd write either our best material or we'd lose <laughs> everyone that's followed us forever I'd like to experiment just with that. try that yeah. <laughs> just nearly asleep but not quite it's my favourite brain position <laughs> so if you're looking back at the pivotal moments of your career and where it all went right I mean from here, I guess it's the going to Canada. There's mm-hmm. the being sisters. That's been quite helpful. Yeah, that's an early one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, oh, the nationwide ad, I guess, in the mm-hmm. 2016. Have I missed any? I feel like last Fringe, not not the Fringe, just has been 2018 Fringe. I felt that. Stage. Yeah, I felt like that was a big turning point because mm. we'd come off the back of people. Our profile grew through nationwide, and they were family-friendly songs, and not quite different from what we do in shows. Uh, and it was our first year doing comedy in the UK as well. Yeah, it was our first professional year in the UK. Mm-hmm. And that hour had to be the product that showed what we really were. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, it all Planned turned out all right. Yeah. It was a, that was it. We were quite going successful into fringe. Yeah. In terms of, I mean, fringe can fringe is a horrible place and <laughs> very very scary to be sometimes. But I think we came out of it just about alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a turning point for me, mm. anyway. A professional turning. point. A professional turning point. Yeah. yeah, and that was the show that Amazon wanted to have on their mm. platform as mm. well. So, mm. lots of things happened because of that show. Mm. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I'm holding a gun to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tiny I, knife in my back. I, I, I loved going to Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh. <laughs> yes, please take me back now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Go assembly. And if you had any advice for anyone who's kind of just sort of trying to get into this you, you said you know there were a few moments that you, you've given us luck but you know it's it's being nice to people as well isn't it and yeah. chatting to that agent you could have just gone oh he's just who's he yeah. I don't want to talk to him yeah. Sly Fox <laughs> <laughs> what does he want <laughs> being nice I think I I don't know about you but maybe it's the the pessimist slash realist but I always I always live by this could be taken away at any point yeah so just enjoy it while it's there and mm-hmm. that takes the air out of yeah, slightly. Yeah. Be nice. Being nice is the biggest one, I think. Yeah. Not the biggest one, that's a lie, but it's like an incredibly important one. Mm. I think and work hard. You work hard, don't you? Yeah. To be fair, we should work harder for sure. <laughs> but like, we can all work harder, work you know? Um, but yeah, I think just like not. I don't, this is going to sound cheesy, but I think we we failed a lot like we write stuff all that we've gotten very used to writing songs that don't work and we know immediately that they don't work and unfortunately those songs are six minutes so we have to keep singing them even though no one's laughed for five and a half minutes so I think that kind of but it's no it feels horrible when it happens but we still you 
I think not being not you have taking to enjoy it when it goes wrong enjoying it when it goes and not taking it personally and we did enough bad I think our second show we ever did was an absolute gong show it was awful alright um, it was you know which maybe one. it was it's just in, Nicola it, maybe you were great was it Hamilton it wasn't a gong show it was awful Oh, sorry, the second show. Oh, not, I thought you meant sorry, the second not one we wrote. I meant uh, oh, the, second the second show we ever, we ever did. Oh, was yeah. so horrible. That was disgusting. That we could have very easily there and then been like, I don't think this is for us. Maybe mm. let's not do this. We should have been hung, drawn and quartered in yeah. that place in Warehouse? Hamilton, Toronto. Yeah. But what made mm. you carry on then if it was so bad? I think someone else asked us to do a gig, so we just did the, oh, right, did yeah. the gig. We, we tried to write new material for yeah. our second show, which mm. seems ludicrous, really, at this point. Given that we write now one song, maybe every six months, <laughs> <laughs> that we tried to write brand new stuff within three weeks. But not giving but, up, that's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So. When, and also, when you want to do stuff, you just have to do do the thing. I don't. I'm. I really hate in my head when I when I say I want to do this and I don't end up doing it. I have when you're like, I want to write this thing, mm. just write it otherwise you yeah. get angry at yourself for not doing it I remember so a mum doing... being like not believing that we were going to go like I, th- I know for me anyway that I spoke a lot about I'm going to go to Chicago I'm going to do comedy and her not she said I didn't believe that you I then like, I took I booked my flight and showed it to her and even then she was like this could still not happen and I, I think she said like it was only when she put when I got on the flight that she was like oh I guess this is happening of that thing of if you say you're going to do it just do it yeah. And doing it for yourself and not not in a selfish way, but of not... I think we spend a lot of time, this is going to sound cheese, but, like, worrying what other people are thinking and what other people are doing. But if you have... We have friends who are like, oh, my God, I'd love to have done that. It's like, you can't... Like, we had... We didn't have to audition. We didn't have to, like, do anything other than get the money together, which we both worked jobs to do. Tea, butchers. Tea, butchers. Underground. Yeah. yeah. Supermarkets, underground. Most glamorous jobs. Like, to just do... If you decide that you want to do a thing... You have to do it or yeah. stop talking about it. Yeah. Mm. Sharp will do it. <laughs> Sharp, Sharp will do, do it. It seems like it shouldn't be that easy, but it, it's not always it can, that easy. But it can be. You mm. can, if you want to do those things, you can make those things happen. So, yeah. I think that's great advice. Listen, I'm concerned. You bought fish and chips half an hour ago <laughs> and they can't smell them anymore. Are it's they going good. cold? It's no, I've wafted, I think they're wafting into these um, costumes. <laughs> Yeah, people are going to come in and go, what's that smell? Yeah, the 10 players are going to have some really horrible shows. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to me no, before you your show. Thank and, you for uh, having us. Really looking forward to seeing what happens next. Oh, gosh. Thank you very much. Thank, no, thank you. you. Thanks to Flo and Joan. They're touring loads this year. I really recommend that you go and see them. They're brilliant. And we're going to be back next week with another episode. While you wait, take a listen to some of the great guests from season one. You can rate us on iTunes. You can subscribe on Podbean, iTunes and Spotify. And thank you to Megan for producing the podcast this week, having been on another epic travelling trip. And also the brilliant Laura Shipsey for some wonderful music. We have music. We will see you next week. This episode of Where Did It All Go Right is sponsored by Pearson. Pearson is the world's learning company, supporting talent and helping everyone to make progress in their lives through learning. Working with teachers and education experts, Pearson provides a wide range of qualification routes, so you can pick the course which suits you best to develop your creativity and stand out in the crowd. Visit them online at go.pearson.com forward slash where did it all go right.